Hello and welcome to Patch. I'm your host, Paul James. And for the second time in this episode, people will never see what happened before. I'm joined by Matt Phillips. How's things, Matt? Well, let's be honest. The good thing this time around is that you've figured it out in five minutes instead of an hour and a half of absolutely pure comedy gold. But there was no comedy gold in this five minutes, yeah. so lucky. We, we spoke about PAX tickets and the fact yes. that we're recording during the day and so it's warm. And uh, that was about it. And then we started on that's, the topic. That's, that's, the, that's pretty much the wrap-up of what, hap- what you missed out on in that five minutes. Nintendo... I got my PAX ticket, it's warm, and we're doing this during the day, but you wouldn't even know that we're doing it during the day. And actually, I guess one thing I didn't mention in the last one, but uh, we'll, we'll get right for this for this particular recording. On the topic of PAX, uh, I have a media, sorry, a media badge, cool, normal, business as usual there. I also have a speaker tag, because Dev Diary is going to PAX, so people can look forward to that one. I've got a, got a panel where Dev Diary is going to be run, um, and more details Wait. on that will hit the Wait, internet soon enough. You, you've got yourself a panel? Yeah, I've got myself a dev diary panel this year. An upstairs panel? Uh, yeah, it'll be one of the upstairs ones, yeah. So, just your regular economy class seats then? Yeah, well, still, yeah, it'll still be it'll be a great time for everyone, so go go check out Dev Diary with a guest that I'll reveal soon enough um, at, at PAX Australia 2023 in a few weeks. Is but, it shoe? Oh, it's Jesus. Shoe. I should get in touch with PlayStation about that, actually. It's too... Oh my you God. know, you can bribe him. It's easy to bribe him. All you got to do is just wiggle a 4X can in front of him. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, that's all we need to do. That's all you have to do. This is a much better start to the show than the last one. Um, all right. Nintendo Direct and PlayStation State of Play have happened in the last uh, 48 hours or so. And we're going to go through everything we saw. Not every, every announcement, but just kind of talk through the things that we liked and we didn't. And unlike last time where I will not interrupt you, realizing that the audio video has stopped recording, Matto... Get us going. Yes, that's a good thing that you said stop recording because I thought I said something wrong. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, like, my, what my oh, fuck reaction. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, fuck. It was like, well, okay, what, did I say something wrong? But Nintendo I Direct. Li- I liked games at Nintendo Direct. Ah, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. It's like, <laughs> oh, here we, oh, here we go. No, but the Nintendo Direct. There was, I would say there was nothing really big announcements, nothing of that. But I don't think they really needed to because let's be honest. You don't need to announce anything to come out in 2023. And 2024 is a long way off. Not really three months, but still. There's plenty of games between now and the end of the year. So you don't really have to just say, hey, this game's coming out here yeah. or there. Which which they did anyway, but we already knew those games anyway because something like, uh, what's his, uh, Super Mario RPG. We've known that's going to come out next year. Great. I'm excited for that when it comes out. Isn't no Mario? Oh, Super Mario RPG comes out. Oh, it's this year. Hey, I got that mixed up. You're thinking about the other game they announced at the end of the show. The other game. Yes, that game. That's the one I got mixed up with. It was was very Mario heavy this time. Yeah. It was Mario versus Donkey Kong from the old. Was it DS? Which looked pretty cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. There was a few. There was a few games. I think in that DS, 3DS sort of period that were these, like weird mini, like mechanical Mario's working against a. A Donkey Kong, kind of th- a throwback to the old Donkey Kong games, way back to the old Donkey Kong games. 19, 1980s Donkey Kong, but this yeah. time around, no princess, just for some weird reason. They're just going head to head. In a claw machine. Yeah. Stuff, which why is, not? Why not? You can just say, hey, are you stealing this? Cool, whatever. I'm playing it. Being that it's also a 2D platformer, it's going to be more popular than any other Mario game. Yeah. Which I yeah, still exactly. can't make, which I still can't make sense of. It's scratch, I scratch my head every time. I was like, hey, it's still popular than 
the open world 3D adventure game. We're like, uh, okay. The 2D ones, you mean? Yeah, because yeah. there's just this nostalgia, I think, just attached to any of those games that people just instantly click with. So, um, the 3D ones are better these days than the 2D ones, but there's just a. And there's also a pick up and play thing. Like, kids could just play a 2D Mario game. Like, I'll introduce my kids to a 2D Mario game before I get them playing a 3D Mario, even though the 3D ones are better. So, well, the modern 3D ones are better than the modern 2D ones, anyway. Wonder could prove us wrong. Wonder could be amazing. It does look really good. It does. But, yeah. I just look at it and go, yeah, it's going to be popular, but is it going to be good? Probably. Wait, it's a Mario game. It is a wait and see situation. Then the next game, which I purchased today because it was available now, just because, for no reason, was Horizon Chase 2. Oh, yeah. The old arcade-style driving game. And I'm not entirely sure if it's meant to be. It's not a Nintendo game, which I found out, because you have to log into your Epic Games account. Oh, really? As I found out, <laughs> I thought, I was like, what the hell? I was like, ah, oh, sure, whatever. And then when you go to press the buttons, they're Xbox control buttons, and they are also incorrect. It's like, press the right button to boost, and it was the left button. I thought, that's not, that's not right. That's not great. How did that get through Nintendo's QA? Anyway. But I did plug well, certain, mine. Certain, sorry. But uh, who knows? I don't know. But yeah, I found it a bit weird, but at the same time, don't really care because I'll just button bash every button to figure out what does what. Until it works. Until it works. That's fair. What else do you like? Oh, what else did I like? Oh, we already talked about... Did we talk about... Yeah, we did talk about Super Mario RPG. Yeah, I we touched remember. on Mario RPG. Not so much Paper Mario, which was the big one. That's the big one. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 2. Yes. Even though I did play it not long ago, I will still play it because it is a good game. Best game on the 3DS, and it's going to be one of the best games on the Switch. Oh, That's... Oh, Ooh. To some people, that's going to make them angry. One of the best. I didn't say it is the best because, God, I I can't have all those Zelda dorks coming after me any further. Especially that guy from last week who hated everything new about the new game. I just, yeah. Was that in the comments? I must have missed that one. I'm going to go check that out. I don't know. I don't know if we talked about it on on screen time or whatever we call it or we did it off screen. I can't remember. We, We did look at it and go, this guy's a fool. Oh, anyway, wait, yeah, sorry, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, some, yeah, right on with you. I was complaining like, oh, I enjoyed Breath of the Wild, but I don't like this. It's all the new features and this and that that he wanted but didn't want. Look, if we hang too much shit on on Zelda, we just know that Jamie Penning's going to pop up and start giving us a bit of a hard time at some point, who's an absolute legend guest on this show too. But uh, he'll give it to us at some stage. And he's also, to his great credit, doing his reviewing debut for Player 2 at the moment. He's uh, working on the DLC for Pokemon Violet and Scarlet at the moment. Oh, review, right. I thought I said, hang yeah, on a sec. I thought, I, thought, I thought, hang on a sec. He's already written for us for, with his... Was it his yeah, he did his Octopath, yeah, he did his Octopath Travel little fe- uh, feature about the first game before the second one came out. But yeah, he's, he's now making his reviewing debut with us. So uh, looking forward to yeah. seeing what Jamie puts together on the DLC there for Pokemon. Which you know launched yeah. this week as well amongst... Um, Pokemon? The, the DLC for Pokemon launched amongst the same week as this Nintendo Direct 2. So oh, looking go. forward to it, Jamie. And then... Well, this one's not really a new game. It's just the DLC for Mario Kart 8. I just, for some reason, got excited for Diddy Kong and Funky appearing as characters. Don't know why. It's not really going to make anything different. It's just, hey, cool. Those two are in it. It's just... 
I, for some reason, I thought Diddy was already in it, but so did I actually. Not. So I thought I thought that as well. Maybe they just took him out. No one just cared. Beats me. I'm just scratching my head. I got hang on a second, but no. But then we got Funky and some other. Oh, the other person from the Mario. Odyssey Wasn't there like game. Peachette that was like Peachette? Baby, like, yes. Yeah. And the uh, one from the no Peachette. They... Oh. It wasn't Baby Peach. It was not Baby Peach. It was, I think it was Peachette. It was from... I don't know. It was it the Mario Kart Tour mobile game. I'm going to make sure I get it exactly game. right. Um, new characters added being Diddy Kong, Funky Kong, Pauline, and Peachette. Pauline. Pauline, that's the one. So that's going to be exciting. I don't know what the tracks are because I didn't pay attention to that. But I don't care because I'm playing it. Did they? Did they date the... This is, this is now me having... Like, yeah, I've got I to go know. through all this information still. I don't think... I, oh, it's just going to launch this holiday. No, it's just going to launch this holiday. I did say... I don't think they said... They said it's coming soon. I thought, cool. I, I, I certainly... The other three waves. I certainly think it's some of the best news to come out of the Direct because not to, And this is like a backhanded compliment, I guess, but like the sooner they're done with the DLC, the sooner they can start focusing their attention on Mario Kart 9, which will inevitably come to the new Switch next year. Uh, like when... Sometime after that console comes out next year, so... So it's going to be very interesting because they're going to have to make completely new courses. They can't just go, right, let's just take from this course, from this game. Because they've basically done it now. Yeah, it's done it all. Unless Moo Moo Farm, that Moo Moo Farm's not in there. I think it is. I can't remember. Was um, Yoshi's, I don't know, the mountainous one with the million different paths, was that in Mario Kart 8? I can't remember. I can't remember. From, from 64. It's been a while since I've played it, so I better go back and play it and see all these new courses. Yeah, I think and once then, it's done, I'm definitely back and to try them all out. And then finally, the the big one at the end, the remake, the remaster, whatever you want to call it, the one I never played. Oh, mate, was it GameCube? Was it GameCube game? The best game on the GameCube. The Paper Mario, the Thousand Year Door. And considering I played Paper Mario, the Origami King, and that's probably, people say, it's the worst Paper Mario game, I'm really excited um, for... Or not the best, let's just say not the best. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not the best one. I actually feel like it's a step back in the right direction, but it's not... Yeah, it's not the best one. So This, this one is the best one. So I'm excited to play the best one, and even the trailer for it, I was excited. Mate, Super every excited. single person needs to go out and buy this game to show Nintendo that this is exactly the sort of uh, Paper Mario game that they need to be making. Drop the gimmicks, get back to the turn-based stuff, get back to the cards, get the whole... Um, get the whole... All those mechanics, make that the standard once again. As soon as they took that half a step away with uh, Super Paper Mario on the, on the Wii, it just became this slippery slope. Super Paper Mario is still pretty good, but it became more of a platformer. Then they've gone off in all sorts of weird directions. Color Splash um, was one of them. Things just weren't quite right there. They've, they've just kind of lost their way a little bit. But if they can put this one out, and, and it, it's going to be a hit critically because everyone, lo- like those who will review it, already love it. But um, but uh, the sales, if they can get those sales right up, that's going to be huge going forward. So hopefully they nail that one. Um, anything else that really struck a chord with you? Not really. I think that the whole Kojima music one just sort of threw me off. I thought... The Kojima music one? I can't remember what it's called. It's not the musical one. I think they're just taking the ideas from Final Fantasy and just doing that. I can't remember what the game was called. I mean, Trombone Champ was there. wasn't Trombone Champ. But uh, Trombone Champ finally jumped off PC and came to came to Switch. And I think it's I think it's out now. I, don't, I, don't, I think it was a day and date launch. I think. I think it was. I, I'm just waiting for Nintendo to bring out their stupid, was it their Nebo things? Not, Super Crazy Rhythm Castle. Cardboard 
cardboard trombone. That's what I'm waited for. <laughs> yeah, that could be interesting. Um, so for me, there was there was a few things I was writing to on top of some of the ones that you've already mentioned. So um, Princess Peach, show, uh, Princess Princess Peach Showtime looked pretty good. Um, I oh, don't mind the kind of costume shifting it. and what they can do mechanically with that. So that's gonna be pretty cool. Super crazy rhythm yeah. castle. Yeah, it's a an interesting name that one. Um, an interesting looking game, but we'll we'll wait and see in terms of in terms of what that one becomes. Um, yeah, I mean, what did you think of the Princess Peach game? I didn't mind it. I just I don't think it'd be a game I will play. I, I think people were just making fun of that being a better detective game than Detective Pikachu, and I just laughed at that. Oh, I haven't seen any of that sort of commentary at all. But I'm I'm pretty keen I, on I Detective Pikachu. I saw one. Yeah, I right. saw one. Um, I, well, I mean, with the Detective Pikachu thing, they could have come up with a better name than Tim as your sidekick uh, uh, character. Wasn't like, Tim? Wasn't Tim? Hang on. I who don't know. Was the name of Oh, this is bad Google searching. Ryan Reynolds. Um, it was like Tim. I feel like, like wasn't wasn't Tim like the guy in Pokemon Snap sixty four? No, I don't no, think so. No, his, his name, name was, wasn't Tim. Oh, Todd Snap. Todd. What could call him Todd? That would have been better than Tim. Like, let's just get some sort of continuity going here. But anyway, the 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 Pokemon cinematic universe, Pokemon spin off universe. Um, so yeah, I think I think Princess Peach is looking really cool. It's kind of got that detective thing going like Detective Pikachu and I think it's going to be really really cool certainly being able to kind of jump in and out of costumes and that give her different mechanics in a very Kirby sort of style I think it's pretty cool um, but you know we'll wait and see when it comes out sometime next year Tomb Raider 1 through 3 being remastered was pretty cool um, like they still oh. look very blocky and kind of PS1 yeah. in a lot of ways but um, I'm hoping just kind of mechanically it works because the tank controls just aren't okay these days it's really, really hard to go back to, let alone the fact that, yeah, visually, you know, kind of looks a little bit rough as well. So my hope is that um, uh, visually, like, it, it looks a bit better, and it does, but it's still going to look very dated because they're not trying to reinvent the wheel there. They've put all their time and effort into Lara, I think, for the most part. Like, she doesn't have I think, she doesn't have triangle boobs anymore, which is a nice start. I think they just, yeah, the controls need to be, I would say, fixed. If they just go with old controls, it's just going to be an absolute nightmare. Yeah. Um, and I wonder if the nudity cheat's still available in. Well, wasn't that like a PC mod? I don't think it was actually a cheat. I think, yeah, I think it was just a myth. People just kept talking about it for years, and I just did not care. Uh, no, I did it. I spoke about it when I did my um, full series kind of deep dive into... I can't believe I'm searching. This is going to potentially go really badly in my Google search history here. Um, it was there was like a, I'm sure it was like a patch or a mod or something like that that was called Boob Raider for one of them because of course it was what, the, the creativity of that just right there. <laughs> I mean, it was very '90s sort of stuff. It was PC only, and I'm not I'm not going to be able to find it. And thankfully, it didn't destroy my Google search history. Then it was pretty clean. Um, but uh, there was definitely something about that when I did when I did the whole series on the entire, on the entire Tomb Raider franchise. So, um, people can go and check out, uh, the work that I've done there on that and hopefully learn a little bit more about it. But, um, yeah, I think that's going to be pretty cool. It's out. I think, uh, I think it's like a Valentine's day release next year or something like that. It was somewhere in that window. One game that really caught my eye was ridiculously named, but it's, it comes from, um, Oh no! What's the team's name? Jeez, we're not recording at night, and everything's just gone now. Um, Unicorn, Unicorn Overlord, though. 
Um, it was the turn-based, like, tactical RPG, very Fire Emblem-like. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That one. Um, it comes from... Where's my team name? Vanillaware. So, um, they've, they've done lots of good stuff, like Dragon's Crown over the years. Um, I mean, they're, they're a very, very talented team. But, uh... This one looks pretty sweet, and, like, mechanically, it's kind of, cut, like, in a, in a genre that I've really started to kind of grow attached to in recent years, so... Keen to see more about that. <coughs> oh. um, with what's left, I mean, we've obviously touched on a few of the games there, like Luigi's Mansion 2 is going to be pretty cool. It was certainly interesting to see uh, F-Zero 99 come up, like Nintendo kind of continuing with this oh, yes. Battle Royale 99 style thing. Um, Iuden Chronicle 100 Heroes uh, is a game that I'm really, really excited for. Uh, I backed it back on Kickstarter a while back, and it's that Sui Coden um, inspired thing. DLC for Eastwood at a Chinese developed JRPG uh, for a couple of years, like a couple, two years ago now. Looks really, really great too. Keen to give that a crack. But um, I mean, for me, the main thing was was Paper Mario. There was no, there's no dancing around that one. I I just cannot wait for them to put that one out. And hopefully, yeah, they give they give that franchise a lot more love as a result of all of this. Um, were there any other games you wanted to shout out, or anything that you feel like was missing that was disappointing? Not really. I wasn't really expecting much. Like we said. You don't need to announce anything for that for all of this year. It's all going to be next year. People are impatient, so you might as well just keep it locked up until sometime next year. Yeah, well, um, it. I'm. I get. I'm surprised at this point that we still haven't seen. I guess maybe it's still a little bit too close to Tears of the Kingdom, but I'm still surprised that we haven't seen Wind Waker and Twilight Princess jump off the Wii U and come across to the Switch yet. I figured that would have happened by now. There was a little bit inside me that was just deep down hoping that maybe I mean I've spoken about it in so many predictions episodes over the journey but just quietly hoping that maybe Hollow Knight would show up it was meant to be out by now specifically um, and then they kind of pushed it from from first half of the year to somewhere down the road and I didn't think it, I figured it would be maybe less than six months but and maybe when's um, Donkey Kong 64 coming to Nintendo Switch Online Switch yeah that's overdue um, but other than that I think that's about it. I'm also quietly hoping. I guess those two Zelda games and probably um, Xenoblade Chronicles X are the two things, like the three things that I kind of want to see come off the Wii U at this point. And then, then we can completely throw that platform in the bin. I think. I don't think there's anything else that I'm, I'm hanging out for at that particular stage. So we'll move on to State of Play then. Um, it was a smaller showcase. It went for about 27 minutes versus Nintendo's 40. Uh, they also didn't cover as many games. They were a little bit more. Uh, some of the, some of the trails and stuff were a little bit longer as well. There was a little bit more talking as well between uh, between different segments. So, um, what'd you make of it as a show first, and then let's let's hone in on some of the things you liked. Well, it's probably the standard PlayStation presentation this year. It wasn't. It's probably one of the better ones, which is yeah, funny enough to say, even though there were no big game announcements or anything, except for well, some, for you, yes, me, no. Yeah, that's fair. But but for me, I'm just glad that they got people that can present or can talk unlike jim ryan who has the personality of a fence post and he's absolutely horrible at talking in front of a camera it's good that they got developers talk about the game which i didn't really care about but yep. great fantastic but overall i don't think it was i'd say it was fine nothing overly exciting it was okay it wasn't the worst of their showcases even though their last two had like big hype around certain games and they just did not 
really deliver, unless it was Spider-Man 2, but other than that, it was okay. Um, so what stuck out to you, though? Anything? Uh, well, Spider-Man, Baby, obviously, you just touched on. Yeah, Spider-Man, but Baby Steps, it looks funny, but is it fun? That's the way I look at it. Just that Australian guy that just randomly appears out of nowhere... I just laugh and go, oh god! Like if you're not an Australian, it's gonna just piss people off so much. It's just like, is this how Australians talk? Sometimes, not always. Yeah, I, yeah. I just I can't get into Baby Steps, and it's it's got that quap, you know, a quap on the keyboard. Like it's got that, um, it's got that feel about it, and it's just not like the humor's not clicking with me. Um, I want to. I want to really like it because uh, it's in part developed by Gabe Kazilla, who did did Ape Out on the Switch a few years ago, and as a past Dev Diary guest. But at the moment, the game's just not not speaking to me. I don't think it's going to be bad. I think it's you know it's actually going to be a fair hit, but it's just not not a me game at the moment. So I hope that I don't know. I hope that that changes. But uh, otherwise, I just hope that it gets well received by everyone else who's kind of pretty hot on it. There's a lot of people that seem to be really, really digging the humour of it. So, good luck to them, I guess. Well, I think it's just one of those things you either like it or you don't. It's just... Yeah. It's sort of like, it's one extreme to the other. There's no middle ground. Yeah, I don't think much middle ground. Okay. There is no middle ground. I think the other game was Helldivers 2. Oh, looks, yeah. How good is it good. looking? It looks good. I'm just looking at it really excited. I'm just hoping... I'm not sure if you can do it as single player... Or it has to be a full co-op. If it's like the first, you can, but it just gets really hard. Single player. Well, there's five people who just do whatever they want. You can get angry at them and just whatever. But it does look good. I'm not gonna lie. Look at it going. I can get into this. I can go around shooting alien bugs. Oh yeah. And just completely ruin everyone else's goal. Whatever the hell that is. Who knows. Just get incredibly distracted and just kill bugs. Disappointed that it slipped from this year to, to February. Uh, I think it's like February 8th or something like that. But also, February's starting to get pretty stacked already. Oh, I'm going to bring up that game in former calendar to discuss Again? it once we, once, we, once we finish. But February's looking pretty pretty heavy already. Actually, I can, I can do it right now if you want, since I've already... Go on. Go on. So... What do we got? Different things will speak to different people. But, uh... We've got Persona 3 Reload, so the remake of Persona 3 that's coming out February 2nd. We've got uh, the Grand Blue, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink comes out the first. That's, you know, whatever. That'll speak to whoever it speaks to. Suicide Squad is meant to come out there. Now, that may not hit that, but it's still February 2nd, the release date. Tomb Raider, which we've already discussed, February 14th. Mario vs. Donkey Kong on the 16th. Nightingale, which is one that Jeff Keighley's been throwing a lot of his weight behind. Um, and it's got a bunch of uh, ex-Bioware people working on it. Uh, that's, I believe it might be its early access there but that's that's coming in uh, on february 22nd destiny 2 the final shape is coming out then final fantasy Se- sorry and then final fantasy 7 rebirth which we'll talk more about shortly um is coming february 29th so there's there's a few things that are already starting to stack up in that window um and hell divers can and should be added to that i don't know actually why game informer haven't put it in there because i'm pretty sure it was february 8th i think was the date but um yeah, it's, it's already starting to get pretty cluttered. So good luck to everyone in Feb. It's going to be October all over again. Just hopefully the rest of the year is a little bit easier. At the moment, January looks great. Like, I'm I'm real oh. keen on not playing a lot of new stuff in January. I mean, Prince of Persia, which actually was in the Nintendo Direct, that looks pretty sweet. Oh, yeah. 
Lone of the Dark just got delayed into there and Tekken 8 honestly, comes out there. Honestly, who cares about Alone in the Dark? If it's anything like the prologue I played, I could not care less. Yeah, I'm sorry. Fair. No, that's fair. I mean, you can blame me all you want. If you if it does get better, I would like to see what it looks like in the dark instead of the light, but only yeah, time we'll, will tell. We'll wait and see there. But at the moment, the only game that kind of speaks to me at all in January is Prince of Persia, and I think that's going to be pretty short as a 2D kind of, well, I think maybe a bit Metroidvania-y, but yeah, it, I don't think it'll be super long, so... I'm quietly hoping that, yeah, everything else is just pretty low-key around it. March has got Unicorn Overlord and Princess Peach, but otherwise it's pretty much it at the moment. February's just nuts, so we'll see what happens. Uh, anything else, though, that really clicked with you beyond Helldivers? No, I didn't look at the Spider-Man 2 preview because I don't need Popping to see any sand. more. I don't, need, I don't need to see any more Spider-Man 2. I don't need to be convinced to buy Spider-Man 2. Yeah. I was already convinced when... He showed the small trailer about a year ago or a year and a half ago. So I was kind of scratch my head and just keep wondering why they keep promoting it when they don't have to, unless they're just showing fancy features like, hey, here's a 4,000 different Spider-Man suits. Or well, that was, a lot of, that was a lot of what they did in the end. A lot of it was kind of small things. And look, there were some teasers in there for sure. Um, but the previews also went up in the same 24-hour window from all those in America and Europe that got to go. So... Um, there's a lot of Spider-Man out there now, but I think that's probably... Outside of maybe a launch trailer, I think that's probably it now until the game comes out. I hope so. But we'll probably end up getting like some dedicated state of play to, to Spider-Man and that'll... And I'll be completely be uh, be completely wrong at that point, so... Here's the first we'll 45 minutes of Spider-Man. I don't need to be shown the first one. Yeah, I think I'll put my head in the sand and not look at that if that's the case. Unless, by some chance, PlayStation hook a guy up. Unless I'm already playing at that point, sure, I'll happily watch it again if I'm already playing. Hook a guy up, PlayStation. Please. Come on, PlayStation. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, anything else at all? Oh, I mean, oh, not really. I'm still trying to figure out when they had the new three covers or whatever for oh, the, the PS5. The gr- I'm just Earth trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out is that white or is it off white? So the cream, the white, the off white, the white, the ivory, or the beige? Beige, yes. I'm trying to figure out. It's like, what's the point if I just put a an off white cover over my white PS5? What's the point? It's just I can't yeah. make sense of it. Is it grey, off-white, like you said, ivory or the beige? I don't know. I'm just scratching my head going, if what, if I just draw texture on it, I just need to cover it up? Sure, I'll just grab the off-white one and just cover it up. Do love a good 12th man reference too. Um, well, for me, I mean, there, yeah, you've kind of alluded to, there's probably a few more things that spoke to me in this thing. And Final Fantasy's Rebirth uh, is absolutely the biggest one of the lot. Um very very keen to see and learn more about it but that was a really really cool trailer that showed off a whole bunch of um awesome things i was a little bit confused as to why at one point we were seeing cloud on one of the uh what do they call them like the you kind of got the little handle just runs the ground it's two wheels and you just roll along um the segway segway i'm not say, sure why was he was just... rolling along on a segway at some point oh, but anyway segway. i say those things still exist i thought they got rid of segways i thought they died not in final fantasy land of course not. It's Final Fantasy. But yeah. like I used, I used them when I was in. Um, where was I when I used them in Singapore five or six years ago? They were awesome, to be checked. fair. So, but maybe people, maybe, maybe too many people eating electronic shit. scooters. Electronic scooters that people just dump in the middle of the road. So that's how far we have come. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, so Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth looking amazing. Really, really keen on that. Um, but at the same time, I could, I could also just put my head in the sand and. 
shut that one out now. Um, I know some things at the moment, so I'm just Ooh. so like I'm, I'm bracing. I'm bracing for more soon enough, but um, but otherwise, I oh. yeah, very much just like to put my head in the sand for a little while. Um, what was exciting and kind of came out of nowhere because I figured this game was like they'd be well and truly onto a sequel or something like that. But uh, there was DLC coming to Tales of Arise that came out in twenty. 20 I think it was 2021 2020 I don't know giant RPG but like it's been two years since the game came out I think unless just time has completely been warped on me yeah it came out September 2021 and now in like November or thereabouts it's going to get a big like 15 20 hour expansion it's a long time to get there so I'm surprised it's taken them as long as it has but anyway uh, Foam Stars, I still like. I'm still trying to ignore, but at the same time, people keep saying it's good. Like people have actually played it and gone hands on with it. So, like, I'm at least watching it and giving it the time that it perhaps deserves when it's on. But like, I'll I'll remain a cynic until I actually go hands on with it myself. I think um, Hell Divers Two, we've already touched on Spider Man, we've already touched on Ghost Runner Two is looking really sweet. Um, yeah, and there's a demo, demo that's out now. now, so yeah, definitely keen to to go try it out there. I don't mind the the Far Cry style experience, so Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, which is looking like visually it looks great, and then kind of gameplay wise is clearly, I mean it's a bit more third person at different stages, but like it's it's drawing on things that I enjoy, so I'm keen to give that a crack. Did we already know that there was Resident Evil Four DLC? Like was that DLC? No VR. Yes. Oh, yeah, I knew about the VR and like they still didn't quite date that, but it's clearly soon. But the fact that they announced DLC and it's coming out in four days from now when we record is um, I don't think they ever announced anything about separate DLC. ways that stuff. Like that was that surprised me, but also surprised me that Capcom's going to try and drop that there, knowing full well what's like what's coming out right now. Like you don't, I feel it feels like they're just burying the DLC amongst Cyberpunk and. And everything else that's already coming out, Starfield, Baldur's Gate, like I, I don't quite understand the rationale in terms of the timing of it. But maybe for them, there's you know maybe in terms of even chasing things like uh, Game of the War, uh, sorry Game Game Awards nominations and all those sort of things. Maybe it actually helps them to get the thing out at this particular time because it just puts what? the game back in people's minds. So I was going to say best DLC. I'm pretty sure you're not going to win that. So just be yeah, Cyberpunk's going to have a fair fair case, I think. Um, and I'm sure there's other stuff that I'm not thinking of as well. Horizon. Oh yeah, of course. Bur- Burning Shores is unreal. So, um, yeah, tough competition for them. So we'll we'll see what happens there. Um, was there anything else that really spoke to me? Could not have cared less about Roblox coming to PlayStation, oh. but I guess like good luck to them, oh. I suppose. <laughs> it was only a matter of time. Um, I know, but it's just they sound so excited about Roblox coming to PlayStation. I was like, I don't. Well, there was like some bit of data that apparently like there's like 60, 60 odd million people who are spending at least two hours a day playing the game. Really? Like it's I insane did. because they're all kids. Okay. Of course, they're kids. They're all they're Go all like homework. They're all yeah, primary flat. school, early high school age kids. So um, they've got they're, they're their, a bit more flush their, for time. Wasting, wasting their parents' money on absolute crap. Well, there's that. Yeah. Make. Welcome to the twenty first century, kids. But one thing I was keen to see up, uh, see show up was uh, Ghostbusters: Rise of the Ghost Lord, which was announced. I think it was like a, a meta quest thing at one point, being partially developed by Sony, meant that it was always going to come to PSVR. Um, and it turns out like they've just been kind of withholding the announcement because yeah, it's 
it's coming to PlayStation. It's coming out really, really soon. I think at the, I think that was actually the release date reveal for even the the MetaQuest version as well. So um, keen to have a, have an excuse to go play my PSVR as well. I just kind of want to see them support it more because I spend a lot of myself and a lot of people spend a lot of money on this thing, and there's not a lot of support, especially coming from PlayStation at the moment. So um, I, I brought it was the final day of the school term yesterday. Uh, at work and I you know, threw a bone to the very small number of students who actually show up for the last day of term because they always start their holidays early but I thought oh, I'll bring my PlayStation in and we can give it a go and put the VR on and they're like oh cool we do, we've done this once earlier in the year cool what are we going to play you know what, what's new what is new that's come to VR I'm like we're playing Beat Saber again because that's what we did last time and nothing's really come to VR in the last three months so um, that was a bit disappointing in that sense they all had a great time with Beat Saber, but uh, I couldn't couldn't you get them to play the Horizon game? Was that too violent for those? Uh, no, it wouldn't no, it wouldn't have been an issue. But um, I don't want to mess around with my Horizon save games. <laughs> Sorry, kids. You can you can get the hours up in Beat Saber though, and if any of you are guns, you can maybe knock out some trophies along the way. But keep away from my Horizon. Oh, I see. I see what's going on here. Just doing some old slave camp techniques. F- fill my boots. Get, get my hours up. Go get, go get me a streak, boy. Go get it. Go. <laughs> All right. Um, anything, I guess, on the PlayStation side that you were disappointed in or disappointed didn't show up? No. I don't think, really, to be honest, Sony's really got anything else to show this year yeah. or next year. I don't know. Like, usually there's Wolverine, but that's next year. They so won't do that until see... Spider-Man's out at this point. So. No. Nah, there's, there's no point really promoting that. And I don't know what else... Insomniac's got to do because yeah. I don't know what the other developers are doing. Yeah, there's a lot that we still don't know, and I yeah, it's it's not going to be a state of play like that where we learn about it. So, um, we'll wait and see. I, I guess I was a little bit disappointed in the sense that they marketed it as being a third party only thing. So then to have yeah, Spider Man show up, and we can kind of get a little bit weird about Helldivers too because I feel like they're absolutely going to buy them, and and it's they're, they're calling it a first party exclusive because they've been real funny with their language these days. So they've, they've kind of lied as a result of that, and that just kind of creates, I think, for expectations, when they're trying to keep expectations down. And they, they did a pretty good job of it beforehand. Like, okay, don't worry, don't expect anything. It's just third-party stuff. It's indie stuff. They're covering some VR. We're covering like, a bit of everything, whatever. So then go and put Spider-Man in there and kind of, I guess, go against their own words just means that now for the next thing people go well no maybe they are going to show Wolverine maybe they are going to show God of War maybe they are going to do The Last of Us whatever it happens to be because they've proven that whatever we say is not necessarily what we're going to do so I don't I don't love that they pulled that move because I think that's going to be problematic for them in the, uh, in the future in terms of just the backlash and whingy whiny negative bullshit so not your best move there PlayStation but otherwise look it was a good enough showcase it was a good enough showcase um, it's not the core big PlayStation showcase and there's still rumblings that maybe there'll be another one later in the year but We'll wait and see. Any other thoughts at all? No. That's all really right. it. All right. Well, we'll wrap things up then. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode of Patch, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Check out all the uh, all the YouTube content there. There's lots of it. Visit the website, player2.net.au. Uh, visit the Patreon, patreon.com slash player2au. Kick a few bucks. Lower tiers, early access, high tiers, monthly episode exclusives. And finally, there's Twitter. Or X. Matto. That's Twitter. I'm still calling Twitter. it Twitter. Twitter, Twitter it is. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter it is. I've got to stop. I've got to stop trying to correct myself. Paul James Games for myself. The website is player2au. Let us know in the comments what you liked about uh, PlayStation's uh, State of Play or Nintendo Direct. Uh, Let us know where some of those games that you're expecting 
will next show up. Um, keen to kind of hear people's theories, but otherwise, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you next week.